Good afternoon. Hope you're having an awesome Erev Shabbos. So as is our custom, let's share one of the thousands of relevant messages from this week's Torah portion that we can apply to our everyday life. This week's Parsha being Parsha's Toldos. Now the opening story of the Parsha is actually very directly connected to what we spoke about yesterday and also extremely relevant in our day and age. See, last night we spoke about heroes during the time of the Holocaust. And while that was probably one of the, if not the, darkest period of all Jewish history and world history, it was sadly not unique in nature just perhaps in scale. In fact, not only was it not something new, not only do we see countless examples of it over the centuries, it is something sourced in our very Parsha that happened over 3,000 years ago. How so? Now first remember, anything written in the Torah is not simply history, but fundamental messages to keep with us through the ages, at times even foreshadowing the reality that will unfold. This is very important to understand. See, Torah is not our understanding of God or of history. It's God's gift to humans to understand mankind and our future. Now, with this in mind, the beginning of this week's Parsha has a really seemingly odd story, one that you wouldn't expect to make the final cut of the Torah. See, I expect the Torah to talk about morals and values, mitzvos, great personalities. And yes, I even understand the Torah addressing the painful barrenness of the foremothers and the desire and prayers offered to bear children. Prayers that we continue to offer today for those who are hoping to be blessed with children as well. However, once Rivka and Yitzhak are blessed to conceive, the Torah decides that it's worthwhile to tell us a little bit about her pregnancy and says, And the children seem to struggle in her womb. Now, what exactly is that about? I mean, why does the Torah care to tell us about how the twins were to be born and how they're interacting in the womb? So Rabbi Yosef Dov Soloveitchik explains beautifully. He says as follows, And the children struggled within her. See, people mistakenly think that anti-Semitism in general began due to economic or political motivations, while the hatred of Arabs towards Jews started with Zionist movements. The antipathy of the anti-Semite is not due to external factors, but it's a prenatal tendency. The categorical maxim of Chazal, Halacha Biyadua, She'esav Sone Es Yisrael, declares that the hatred of Esav of ya- to Yaakov is a permanent feature of our history. There is a fundamental conflict between the holy and the profane eternally. The people of Israel are different from any other nation. See, Rav Salvitchik is explaining that at core, if we think that anti-Semitism has a cause or a trigger, if we're so naive to think we create it by being too Jewish or can overcome it by being less Jewish, we are so wrong and in fact are missing the entire message. In fact, what the Torah is telling us is that in this world, there is an eternal struggle that will exist between that which represents holiness and those that represent the darkest forces of evil. And to think the fight is about anything else is simply wrong. And so what are we meant to do with this information? On one hand, of course, we have to battle the forces against us. You know, this week I watched a wonderful panel event put on by the Canadian Friends of Simon Wiesenthal Center. Really an amazing discussion. And honestly, I usually have a hard time listening to these panels or anything for more than five minutes. But this one glued me for an hour and a half. You know, amongst the many gems that were thrown out, one thing that really stuck with me as being the right message that unfortunately we don't really value enough 
was offered by Barry Weiss, who I'm sure you have heard of. And if you haven't, Google her right after this. She is an impressive woman who stands up for what she believes. At one point in the discussion about fighting the war on anti-Semitism, especially on, but not limited to, the social media front lines, she said that in truth, what is really most important is that Jews first need to know what they stand for, because they can't stand up for it until they do. They need to know their history, their calling, their purpose, their values, their mission. God never intended us to beat anti-Semitism by having better armies or smarter online presence, louder op-eds in the New York Times, which Barry ultimately realized and as a result quit her prestigious job at the New York Times. The battle is one that starts prenatally. It is the battle of the two children of Yaakov and Esav who represent the two forces of holy and profane. And the way the Jewish people overcome and become strong is simply by knowing who we are, standing for the holy values we represent, and not simply putting everything on the line for Judaism, but putting everything on the line to live one's Judaism. God, to be honest, he can take care of the rest of it. Something worth talking about around your Shabbos table. would love to hear what you think of it. And on that note, wishing you an awesome Shabbos, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.